Welcome to the Avail Leadership Podcast, where our goal is to help you take your leadership to the next level. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're joining Dr. Sam Chand himself to talk about one of the most essential yet underrepresented topics in leadership conversations, tension. What is it? What do we do with it? How do we respond to it? We'll explore the answers to these questions and much more in today's episode. Let's get started. Get ready for an amazing time. Dr. Sam, I'm so excited. I'm so encouraged to speak with you today, to be encouraged by you today, and to hear a little bit more about this book, Harnessing the Power of Tension. How are you feeling, Dr. Sam? I'm feeling really good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Virgil, for uh, all the wonderful things that you've done to set this up. Uh, you do such great work. I also want to thank the CEO of Avail. Uh, Martine Van Tilborg and the entire Avail team of dozens of people. Uh, my daughter, Debbie Chand, who is behind the scenes, making sure that all the platforms are buzzing and humming. <laughs> and uh, I'm just honored to be here because I've got friends who are going to be watching me right now from all over the world, from New Zealand, Australia, Africa, United States. I mean, you, you, you just name it. Uh, they are there. And I'm just honored to be part of this amazing time we're going to spend together. I can't wait to share what I have to share. You know, Dr. Sam, I think it's important to recognize that there are people who have been preparing for this live call webinar for, for some weeks because we've been announcing this for a while. And so we're excited. Uh, I want to let everybody know, again, if you have the chat, let us know your first name and where you're connecting from. We know there's people connecting also through live Facebooks. Wherever you are, let us know in the chat. Today's book, we're talking about harnessing the power of tension. Dr. Sam, this book is the, it's hot off the press. And I know that there is a story behind it. You've shared a little bit about it. I've been reading. Um, I've been blessed by this so far. Can you share with everybody today just the inspiration behind harnessing the power of tension, stretched but not broken, the inspiration, how it came to be, and just what God put on your heart to communicate through this book? I remember, uh, Virgil, when I was talking to some people in a consulting environment, and they said, you know, there's tension here, and we got to get rid of the tension. God, God keep talk, kept talking about get rid of the tension, get rid of the tension. And that kind of made an impact on me that uh, the big, the big uh, objective for that organization was there's tension, let's get rid of the tension. So I just, it just kind of impacted me in a new way. Of course, all of us have heard the word tension. I feel tense when they walk in, tension increases. You know, I want to diffuse tension. So we've heard those sentences all over. But when I heard that, for it just impacted me. And then later on, I was meditating on what Solomon had to say in the book of Proverbs when he said, as iron sharpened iron, so does one friend help another. Uh, helps their countenance as iron sharpens iron. So I just start asking myself, so how does iron sharpen iron? I remember, you know, again and again, seeing people when they have that, uh, I don't even know what to call it, that sand thing, you know, that goes round and round and they've got this knife and they, they are sharpening it. And as they're sharpening it, guess what's going on? The knife is getting hot, it's getting red, mm -hmm. there's sparks flying everywhere. But Solomon says, as iron sharpens iron, as there's tension, as there's tension, in the middle of the tension, you get to help your friend. So remember I told you this thing about this organization saying, we got to get rid of tension, get rid of tension, uh -huh. get rid of tension. 
And now I'm saying Solomon is saying, who is a pretty smart guy, uh, <laughs> you know, had the gift of wisdom. He had wisdom to ask for wisdom. So that's another story of its own. <laughs> so here he is. He is saying, so this organization is trying to get rid of tension. And virtually what they are trying to do is to say, but the Bible says, as iron sharpens iron. So you're trying to get rid of all the heat. You try and get rid of all the all the sparks. They're trying to get rid of all the metal on metal. But if you get rid of that, Solomon says, you won't be able to sharpen your friend. And that is what got me thinking about the power. The, first, it was just the power of tension. That is where the book started. Mm. Just the power of tension. But then... Somebody smarter than me on the Avail team said to me, let's call it harnessing the power. Isn't that good to have uh, something like Avail around? Uh, you know, they are just amazing leadership brand. So uh, the, the, someone on there said, let's call it harnessing the power of tension. Hence, you have the book, Harnessing the Power of Tension. And, and so it came about between two different things. And organization saying, we got to get rid of the tension. And Bible saying, Solomon saying, as iron sharpens iron. So which one is it? And as we go further into this, I want, I have, uh, I got a good amount of things that I want to share with you on this subject. You know, I think this is awesome, uh, Dr. Sam Chan, because, <laughs> because tension is something that honestly we can't escape. Um, and I believe that the higher level leadership you, we, we get to, uh, the more tension there is. And so I think there's great value. I know there's people who have just connected. We're on a live call webinar with Dr. Sam Chan talking about harnessing the power of tension. Um, Dr. Sam, here's a question that I have. How have you seen leaders? Because you're all around leaders. You're obviously consulting leaders, working with leaders. You've been doing this for a long time. How have you seen leaders respond correctly and constructively to tension? And conversely, how have you seen leaders maybe waste tension or or just try to deny that it even exists? Uh, that's a great question. So before I answer that question, let me give some context and background on the book, how a book comes about. So from concept to completion, that means I have an idea and now I'm going to write this book. It is usually somewhere between a year to two years, somewhere in between there, if it is done right. Uh, in this case, this took longer. So once the book is published and you reread your own book, what goes through an author's mind is, man, I wish I had said this. Oh. I, I wish I had not said that. Uh, I, if I could go back, I would put these pages in there. So what I'm going to do with you today is, uh, and the uh, thousands of listeners worldwide who are on here right now, what I'm going to do is, if it's okay, I want to do maybe a uh, 15, 20 minute teaching yes. on this whole concept that is not in the book. That's not in the book. That's not in the master class. That's not in the study guide. It is, it is that as I was preparing for this time with you, I wanted to uh, take you on a journey with me as to what's going on in my mind after the book has been written, <laughs> if yes. that makes sense. So uh, we have to understand, like you said earlier, that tension is everywhere. Tension, you know, uh, tension 
everything is held in tension. For example, you look at any Bible character. You look at David. He had tension with uh, Saul. He had tension with his brothers. He had tension with his daddy. He had definitely had tension with Goliath. <laughs> you know, so he had his. Yeah, you you read his life. He he had tension points. Uh, look at Joseph. He had tension with his daddy, uh, who he loved him the most. And and because the daddy was trying to keep him as his favorite, he got into trouble. He had tension with his brothers. He had tension with the people who pulled him out of the pit to sell him. He had tension with Potiphar's wife. Yeah, that was an attention. <laughs> he had tension in prison. He had tension with Pharaoh. Uh, uh, let's look at Paul, uh, the apostle Paul. He had tension. I mean, he was getting beat up. He was getting uh, put into prison. He was being lowered in a basket. He had tension with, with the Jews. He had tension with the Gentiles. Uh, Gideon, how about Gideon? You know, he's threshing in the threshold and he's got tensions all around him. Moses had tension right from the time he was born. I mean, that young man could have been eaten up by the alligators and crocodiles of the river now. <laughs> yeah, that's a tension a little bit there. His mama is in tension, and then he grew up in Pharaoh's court. That's tension over there. Uh, how about Abraham and Lot and Isaac and and the you know all of them had full of tension. Let me let how about how about Noah? You know, I've often wondered about Noah and, and the tension that he was in. Uh, People were mocking him, laughing him. God is asking to build something he's never built before. He's, God is saying to him, it's going to rain and it has never rained till then. It had only, you know, the, the dew at night, but no rain. And God's saying, hey, you're going to have rain. Whoa, I've never seen rain. What is rain? You know, so he Googles rain. There's no word in the Google <laughs> dictionary for rain because no one knows what rain is. Jesus had tension from the time from the time he was born. I mean, his mama had to uh, got pregnant before they were married because of the virgin birth of Jesus. His mm -hmm. daddy had to listen to an angel. I mean, they, they had to run out of the country, became an African refugee before he could come back and be the Messiah of the world. So tension points are everywhere. There's tension in our family. If you're married, doesn't matter how much you love your spouse. There'll be tension points. Doesn't matter how much you love your children, there'll be tension points. Doesn't matter how, you know, the family dynamics, uh, or because then, then then there's a tension between family and work, family and work. So think of it this way. If it is all work and no family time, then there won't be any family. Or if it is all family and no work, you won't have no money. So there's tension between trying to, and you'll read in my first chapter, the tension between my wife and I, when we were pastoring a church in, in Michigan, it was our first pastor, it was 1980, I was a young man, uh, still I'm a young man, by the way, and that was 1980, <laughs> and, and uh, we had major tension in our marriage. My church was growing, but my marriage was going south because it was uh, church and not not family. Then I think about bridges, how they are held in tension. Uh, roof, you know, you know, the roof line in your house is held in tension. Your sailboats, if there was no tension between the wind that is blowing, there would not be any movement over there. Uh, when you exercise, you know, I exercise every morning with a rowing machine. <laughs> It is built with tension. If it was easy, then it would, you know, wouldn't have my heart going and me panting for breath and breaking a sweat. But there's tension. How about in sales and delivery? You might be a salesperson. You might be in business, so you make a sale. But then 
somebody else has to make the delivery on that, right? So right. for example, the Avail team sent out these emails saying to you, there's going to be a webinar, it'll going to be on this subject. So they did their part and now you're on online right now watching me, but the tension was, is Sam going to show up? Is Virgil going to show up? Is the lighting going to be good? Is the Wi-Fi going to be good? <laughs> you know, is he going to say anything? So there's a tension that is over there. Tension means supply and demand. How about this tension? Tension between leading and being led at the same time. Mm. Because there's no such thing as you're a leader without being led. Somebody's leading you. If you are a leader and nobody's leading you, if you're a pastor, you don't have a pastor. You're a counselor, you don't have a counselor. You're a CEO, you don't have coaches and mentors in your life. You're you, you, you just uh, heading for trouble. <laughs> so the tension between uh, I am leading but I'm also being led at the same time. Tension, yeah. relationship, how about generational tensions? Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, every generation has had those tensions, every generation. That, you know, I had tensions with my parents, mm -hmm. then my children had tension with me and they are now experiencing uh, with their children. It is, it is a generational thing. How about, let me give you a couple, uh, maybe three more examples of to, mm -hmm. just establishing the fact of tension. How about that tension between now and next? Hmm. You are doing this now, but you are saying what is next? Uh, right now, uh, organizations all over the world, church, corporate, ministry, marketplace, really doesn't matter. They're all asking the question, what's next? You know, we are going through what we are going through all over the world. And in the middle of all that, the question is what is next between now and next? So as many of you, are in life in which you are saying, I'm here right now, but I also know there's more for me. Yeah. So it's not like what you are going through is bad, but there's something inside you going on saying more for me. I wrote a whole book about that called Who Moved Your Ladder? Who Moved Your Ladder? It's my story of when I was president of a university in Atlanta, USA. And uh, uh, university was growing in our, in our circumstance, in our context, we were the fastest growing in the country. We were the largest in our category. I mean, great things were happening, students coming from everywhere. Uh, it was just amazing. It was a wonderful experience. In the middle of it all, God starts messing with my life and saying to me, you are doing good here, but there is more for you. So the mm. tension there, uh, and this is what I need for everyone to know, that resolving one tension creates another tension. You need to know that. So it's not like, well, I'm done with that tension. I'm gone from <laughs> tension. No, that's not going to happen. You, when you resolve one tension, you're mm -hmm. going to create another tension. And I want to say the last thing to you that uh, I heard Andy Stanley say one time. Andy Stanley said that fighting against average, fighting against mediocrity, and fighting for better or fighting for excellence creates a tension. So you're fighting against mediocrity in average and you're fighting for mm -hmm. excellence and where you're going. So the question becomes with that in mind, because it is, it's not that tension is good or bad, tension is, full stop, period. That's it, mm -hmm. tension is. It is natural, it is neutral, it is normal. So the question becomes, why people avoid tension? Why people avoid tension? Let me give you a few ideas. Why you might be avoiding tension, why I have avoided tension, why we as a human race uh, avoid tension. Number one, 
there's a physical, emotional, and mental response to frustration, anger, and disappointment. We don't want to be frustrated. We don't want to feel angry. We don't want to have disappointment. So we just run from tension. And most people confuse, confuse unity and tension. They feel like if we are, if we have unity, then tension should not be there. Right. And that is not true. Because you mm -hmm. see, you can have both at the same time. So many of you are listening to me right now and you and you are you, you are in the tense moment in your head saying, you know, I love these people around the table. I, I, they love me, we get along, we play together, we pray together, we do life together. And then why are we having this tension? Because we are so close to each other, we shouldn't have this tension, that's not true. You got close together because of that tension. I'm gonna say a little bit more about that in a minute. Uh, people avoid tension because of the pain, real pain and presupposed pain that, oh, this might bring me pain, so I'm going to avoid that tension. They avoid conflict, avoid conflict. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you that conflict avoidance is a tension of its own. <laughs> That's a full-time job trying to avoid conflict. Uh, how about this? People pleasers, people pleasers. Uh, when somebody's... Uh, Benefit in life is just to please people. I want to say this about that. Appeasement is not good leadership strategy. I was talking to a leader just uh, last week in which they said, I want people to be happy. And I stopped them right there. I said, listen, if keeping people happy is your job, then you can't be a leader. Mm. Because appeasement, people pleasing, Keeping people happy creates tension on the inside of you. So they're happy, but you're not happy. Mm -hmm. They're getting along with life, but you're feeling that tension. And another reason why people avoid tension is they avoid what or who is in the way. What or who is in the way. We'd much rather build a tunnel, build a bridge, go around, have a detour, than to deal with the issue. Now, I'm here to say to you, deal with it. And I want to also say to you, if you deal with it in a good way, in a right way, your relationship will be stronger on the other side. I want to uh, also give you some predictable tension points in an organization. So, you know, you know, there's a weatherman who predicts the weather and they are right 50% of the time. If you're a weatherman or weather woman, I want you to know, highly esteem you. <laughs> but, but but you also need to know that there are predictable times. So before I go into that, I'm going to jump into number one of that, Virgil. If you have a question, because I do want to spend some time on question and answers. So if you have a question, send it in through the format you're in, and Virgil is going to be reading them. And as soon as this mm -hmm. is over, we're going to jump right into those questions and stay with you as long as we need to. So here's some predictable times of tension. Here's for believers, Christian believers. When God is working on me as a leader and my maturity, that creates tension in the organization I'm leading because God is messing with me. He is teaching me. Mm -hmm. He's maturing me. He is tightening the screws on me. He's bringing people into my life who are like iron sharpening iron, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, oh, sparks are flying. I'm not feeling, I'm smiling on the outside and homicidal on the inside. 
<laughs> yeah, everyone watching me right now knows exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, when God is working on me. Number two, when this organization growth or decline mm -hmm. is going to cause tension. So you say, does growth cause tension? Of course, because all growth is about change and all change mm -hmm. is about loss and loss is about pain and pain is about growth. So it's a circular thing that goes on and on. And you need to know that if you grow, there's going to be tension points. And if you decline, there's going to be tension points. And you cannot grow without tension. Mm. And dec declining is going to cause tensions as well. How about expectation and disappointments? That causes tension. You expected mm -hmm. somebody to be there and they were not there. You expected somebody to return your phone call and they did not. You expected somebody to respond to your text message and they did not. You expected somebody to step up with some uh, money for your project and they did not. So that causes tension of its own. So while I'm talking to them, you say, oh, don't worry about it. It's all right. But on the inside, there's a tension point, a big tension point, predictable time is communication. When there's miscommunication or there is no communication or you mess up the sequence of communication. Have, have, you, have you ever had somebody walk up to you and say, nobody told me? <laughs> nobody, or, or have you walked by past a group of people in your church lobby and, or, or in your uh, uh, employee lounge and they're saying things like, nobody tells me anything. I didn't get that email. And you knew about it and I didn't know about it. That just happened with me yesterday. I was having lunch with some friends and uh, uh, and we we're talking about another mutual friend who is going through uh, something in his life. And this friend who's sitting across from me at lunchtime says to me, hey, I got a, I got a group text from him telling us about it. And I felt like saying, I didn't get that. But then I said to myself, but that would be entitlement. I mean, maybe I'm not part of the group. So my expectation was that if you got the tech group text message, I should have got that too. And I didn't. And when I didn't, I had disappointment. Now I'm not feeling bad about it. I'm simply saying that is how life happens. Another predictable time is what I call the muddy middle. I wrote about that extensively in my book, uh, New Thinking, New Future. Uh, New Thinking, New Future, in which I talk about how projects and plans start with great excitement and you want to get there. You start here, you want to get there. But in the middle, enthusiasm starts fading. Communication starts lagging. Uh, people's excitement starts going down. Things are not always as easy as the leader makes it look. And we call mm -hmm. that the muddy middle. That's mm -hmm. a point of tension. So what do I say to organizations? Hey, listen, if you're going through a muddy middle, don't wait till then. When you're launching this, you need to say to them, hey, listen, in a few weeks, in a few months, we're going to hit the muddy middle. We're going to get into that place where you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be discouraged. You're going to wonder what's going on. That's why we call it the muddy middle. It's unclear. It's in the middle. So I tell them at the front end, you, we're going to go through this. We're going to go through a bad patch of land. Have you ever been on the phone with somebody while you're driving the car and say, hey, listen, in a little bit, I'll go through a bad place. But if I, if I lose you, I'll call you back. Mm -hmm. We've all done that. Why? Because that's the muddy middle. And that's a tension point. Uh, 
How about uh, another predictable time is when you make shifts in systems and structures. When you make shifts in, you change systems and structures. I wrote extensively about systems and structures in my book, Bigger, Faster Leadership, mm -hmm. in which I talk about how systems uh, are the blocks on your organizational chart without any names in it. You put names in there, they become a structure. And, and it's, it's a tension of, do we really need this department anymore? Uh, uh, do we really need this to be on top of this or below this? Do we need to move? This? So anytime you have systems and structures structure that are moving, you shift them around, you're going to have tension. Hmm, here's a big one, here's a big one. Every one of you watching me right now is feeling that tired, <laughs> fatigued, yeah, exhausted. Frazzled, fried. I'm talking to leaders, Virgil, all over the world. Mm -hmm. All over Asia, Africa, North, South America, Australia, New Zealand. Nobody from Antarctica yet, but <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm talking to leaders all over the world. And I can tell you, everyone's tired. You are tired. And the tension point is predictable. When somebody gets tired, when somebody's exhausted, when somebody's fatigued, mentally, relationally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially, decision-making fatigue. When you get to that place, expect tension. How about change? Change, that's number eight. Change, change. Anytime you make changes, there's gonna be tension. Let me tell you, mm -hmm. the only people who like change is when it is their idea. <laughs> Apart from that, expect tension because all change, all change is a critique of the past. All change. So, when anytime you make change, you know, uh, it's going to be a point of tension. So, for you to think as a leader that I can make changes and there's no tension and everybody's still going to love it. Listen, just because they're smiling, just because they're shaking their head, just because they voted for it, just because they said, I agree, just because they sent you a text saying, that sounds brilliant, don't you believe any of it. Don't believe any of it. Because when you make changes, there's going to be tension. There'll be tension points in raising funds, helping people do generosity with the time, treasure, and talent. So let me just take the next five minutes, Virgil, mm -hmm. and at least finish this segment because I know questions are coming in. So if yeah. you have any questions, you have any questions, send them in right now because we're going to receive them as they have come in. And when time runs out, it just runs out. So uh, let me give you uh, eight things, eight, eight things under the benefits of tension. Eight things under the benefits of tension. Number one, make peace with the fact it is part of life. The only time you will not have tension is when you die. Now, you will leave tension behind. <laughs> yeah, you, you will die and leave tension for others in your will. If you, if you have a will, who got what? If you don't have a will, more tension. If you left any money for your funeral or for your cremation or for the service, if you left no money, that's tension too. Uh, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so the only time you in your life are not going to have tension is when you're dead. But even in your death, you're going to leave tension for, for other people. So make peace with the fact, number one, is that 
part of life is tension. Number two, mm-hmm. the word tension is not a negative word. Please erase that. Highlight, delete. Tension is not a bad word. Tension mm. is an opportunity for growth. As iron sharpens iron. iron. You run away from iron sharpening iron, you're running away from growth opportunities. So I, if I said to everybody, thousands of you who are all over the planet listening to me right now, if I said to you, how many of you want to grow? Every hand will grow up. Mine will go up. Yours, will, Everybody's hand will go up. Mm-hmm. How much? How many want to grow? Yes. How many of you want to grow through tension? No way. <laughs> <laughs> but that is how that works. Number three, relationships grow following tension. So think about every relationship in your life. Every relationship that is close to you has had tension moments. And your relationship has grown in the middle of that tension moment. So all of my relationships, all the way from my wife, Brenda, Brenda and I have been married for almost 42 years now. We've had one or two tension moments in those 42 years. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe three, maybe three. Okay, I'll give it to you. Maybe three tension points. All I'm saying to you, your children, your grandchildren, your parents, your in-laws, outlaws, your neighbors, your friends, your associates, your church people, your pastor, your members, people that you're close to, if you reflect on your history with them, you will see that after every tension point, as iron sharpens iron, after every tension point, you got closer, you got stronger. Life became better after tension. Number five, the benefit of tension, you got to learn to leverage tension. So I remember so many meetings, so many meetings I've been in. So a topic would come up and there's tension in the room. There's tension in the room. As a leader, I would, I'm feeling that pressure on the inside, Virgil, and the pressure <laughs> is fix it. Uh-huh. Pressure is make sure everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. Pressure is finding middle ground. Pressure is making sure that we find a good compromise appeasement. Mm-hmm. That's the pressure going on inside of me to fix it. And of course, all of them are looking at me, the Messiah, <laughs> to fix it. No, no, no. Let me tell you, if you have a Messiah complex, you need to lose it because there was one Messiah, he ended up dying, but he had power to resurrect himself right. and you don't. <laughs> so, you got to leverage tension. So what I have learned to do in a meeting when I sense tension, when I sense tension, what I say to people is, I know we're talking about this topic. Let's leave the topic on the side for a moment. Let's put it on the table for a moment. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about what's happening in this room right now. Tell me a little bit about this tension that all of us are feeling. Mm. Talk to me about this tension. Are you all feeling tension? Yeah. Uh, who, who's feeling tension in this room? Yep, I'm feeling tension. Who's not feeling tension? I'm not feeling tension. You can leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so I go through that. I've done this Virgil dozens of times. Mm-hmm. And the amazing thing is gold, pure gold emerges out of that because I was able to hear the same words again, leverage, leverage. tension. That's the elephant in the room. Yeah. 
So the purpose is not to fix it. The purpose is not to make everyone happy. The purpose is not to find a good compromise. The purpose is to have a healthy environment. And mm -hmm. a healthy environment says there's tension. Let's talk about the tension. What might be going on here? Number six. Here's a big one. So I got to read it to you. Avoiding or trying to resolve every tension creates more and dysfunctional tension. Hmm. I want to say it again. Avoiding or trying to resolve every tension creates more and dysfunctional tension. Mm -hmm. So if, you, if your goal in life is to fix it, fix it, fix it, make everyone happy, appease everybody, find good compromise, uh, you are creating a dysfunctional organization, number one, and you are creating more tension, hmm. more tension. So you need to know that unless you, goes back to the title of the book, learn the harnessing the power of tension, the word power of tension is the big thing on the cover, harnessing the power of tension, hmm. you will miss out. Number seven and eight, and then let's jump into the questions version. Number yes. seven. Leaders who avoid tension create more tension for the team. Because now the team is going to walk out of the room, still tension. They are laughing and joking, but there's tension. Just because somebody's smiling does not mean they're for you. Just because someone is frowning does not mean they're against you. Mm -hmm. So just because you are avoiding the tension, everybody's going to walk out of the room saying, what was that all about? How come we didn't talk about that? When will somebody talk about that? And finally, number eight. There's a big one. There's a big one. This is, in fact, you can tweet this. <laughs> no tension, no growth. No tension, no growth. In fact, I can say this to you. If I come to your organization and you say to me, we are very peaceful, everybody likes everybody, Sam, Sam, we have no tension. We have no tension. We have no tension. I know a few things about you Im immediately. Number one, either you are dead or you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, you have a dysfunctional and unhealthy organization. Number three, you lack courage to deal with the issues. You'd much wow. rather testify to the fact you want your testimony to be everybody loves everybody. <laughs> Have you, did you ever notice that that was never Jesus uh, goal working with his disciples? Never. In fact, there were tension points. He created tension. Okay. I'll give you just one example. Did you notice every time Jesus did something phenomenal, like the tram Mount of Transfiguration, or raising Jairus' daughter. Anytime mm -hmm. he did something big, Garden of Gethsemane, he took the same three guys with him, Peter, James, and John. Mm -hmm. Have you ever stopped to think what the other nine were thinking? Jesus created tension hmm. on purpose. So Jesus' task was not, I mean, look at him talking to the scribes and the Pharisees. He's, you know, if you really want to read about a tension creator in the Bible, John the Baptist, I mean, he was Mr. Tension himself. He didn't take no prisoners. All I'm saying to you is no tension, no growth. No growth. So, Brother Virgil, 
<laughs> I know you got a few questions coming in there. Let's go after it. Yes, sir. Can I just say, I want to just take a moment, Dr. Sam, uh, to mention, because some people have connected since you started your teaching. We are talking today about harnessing the power of tension, stretched but not broken, hot off the press. This is Dr. Sam Chan's new book. We're going to tell you how you can get this book for free a little bit later on in the conversation. Right now, we're going to go into some questions. Uh, by the way, if you're on our live uh, uh, webinar on Zoom, you can use that Q&A tab. Uh, Dr. Sam, there's a few people who had similar questions. Um, uh, thank you to Teresa, Steve, uh, Unitha, Dr. Terry, who have put some uh, questions on here on the on the chat. Um, he here's a question, Dr. Dr. Chan. Um, it says, as leaders, how do we decide? This is from Steve Kong. How do we decide when to stop pushing and when to keep drawing on the best out of the people that we lead, especially when the team is kind of divided in two camps? For or against the mission, right? And and and, I, and somebody mentioned it. How do you relieve tension between uh, supervisor and their team? That's Unitha. Okay, so that's Steve Kong, right? Is he yeah, the one Steve. from Malaysia? Is he from Malaysia? I believe he is. Okay, very good. Well, welcome, my Malaysian friend. So <laughs> I, I love KL. Um, and what a buzzing city that is. So here is what I need for you to know. Have a conversation. Have a conversation about tension. Mm -hmm. So if I was you, Steve, I'd bring my people into the room and say to them, we have talked about this point again and again. And it seems to be pulling in this way and that way. Seems there's tension. So let's take that topic away from the table and tell me why does this topic create tension? Unpack tension. Of course, you can get everyone in your uh, leadership team to read the book as well. And I'm sure Virgil is going to tell you in a minute how you can get the book for your entire team and take them through the process. The whole notion is talk about the tension and not the topic. So the topic would be, for example, uh, if this is a plate, if this is a plate and this is a good piece of salmon here, plate, salmon. If I put a salmon on an unhealthy plate, dirty plate, unwashed plate, you're not going to eat the salmon. But because the plate, which is the real conversation of tension, what is happening in this room? And this is, this is how the conversation would go, Steve. You would say things like, things I know, things I know that all of you are great leaders. Things I know is all of you are brilliant and sharp. Things I know is that all of you love Jesus. Things I know is that all of you want this church to grow. Things I know is that all of you want this company to grow. Things I know is that you don't want to create problems for anybody. I know those things. So let's talk about what I don't know. And one of the major things I don't know is what's happening in this room the dynamics of this room, what's happening among us. So tell me about the tension points. And Steve, here's what you need to know. After you've asked the question, sit back, be silent. Silence is your friend. The first 30 seconds, 45 seconds will seem like hours, but don't say anything. Just keep looking at everybody around the room. You've asked the question, they are good people. They're smart people. Wait. 
When the answer comes from the first one, don't respond. Answer comes to the second one, don't respond. Answer comes to the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, don't respond. Because you as the leader have got used to responding to everything. And usually is explaining or defensive or helping somebody understand. Don't do that. Because the purpose is to draw out the tension. And when you draw out the tension in the room, you're going to start finding that if you let the conversation go, Steve, if you can discipline yourself, put a little sticky note in front of your name saying, be quiet, don't talk, be, be still. If you, if you can get yourself out of the conversation and the leader let your team, because you have no objective here except for them to talk. And as you're having them do that, you'll find health erupting in the middle of all of that. You have a great opportunity, Steve. Go. Harness the power of tension. <laughs> That's so good. Such great insight. We're talking with Dr. Sam Chan about his new book, the Harnessing the Power of Tension, Stretched But Not Broken. Dr. Dr. Chan, there's a lot of good questions coming in. I have some questions too, but there's a question here from Teresa, which is similar uh, to, uh, to another anonymous question. And the question is, can you clarify how people confuse unity intention. And then anonymous attendee actually said, would you say, ask, would you say that tension can also be called conflict? So I guess there's a little bit of, of question of how does unity, you know, the whole issue with unity and tension, that's from Teresa. And then is tension the same as conflict? Okay, very good, very good. Let me answer both of them. Thanks, Virgil. Mm -hmm. So tension could be, could be a symptom of conflict but not necessarily. So the question for leaders is, where does your mind go first? If there's tension and your mind goes first to, ah, uh -uh, there's a conflict here, then you're going to pursue it, chase it down in that direction. Or if your mind goes saying, there's tension, but it's healthy, there's no conflict here. People need to talk it out. We need to talk it out. We need to find what might be going on under the waterline then you're going to go down in that direction. So your presuppositions create the dynamics of the conversation as a leader. So as a leader, you also lead the direction you're going to go in. Now, the other question that Teresa is asking is, so can we have tension and unity at the same time? <laughs> and the answer is definitely, in fact, the more you are willing to harness the power of tension, that's our and. I have read that book. It is a really good book. <laughs> a friend of mine wrote it. So, uh, yeah, so uh, harnessing the power of tension. If you are willing to do that, this is what you're going to notice. You're going you're gonna to notice greater unity, greater camaraderie. I call it having hot conversations, H-O-T. Teresa, here we go. H-O-T, hot. Honest open, transparent, honest, open, transparent. Yeah. So when you're doing coaching, consulting, counseling, all of them talk about in the moment, the here and now. There's a, there's a paradigm called here and now in the moment. And what the, the strength, the power of a question, the power of a statement is if you as the leader can tap into the here and now, and the here and now saying, hey, 
brother, sisters, I think I sense some tension. <laughs> Love to talk about it. Tell me more about it. Sit back, let them talk. Because what you're doing is, that is how you're going to grow people. That's how you're going to mature people. Otherwise, it'll be either or rather than both end. Otherwise, you're going to become the fix-it answer person. So if it works out good, you get the credit. If it doesn't work out, you get the blame. You don't want that. You want the team to be the team. And so, uh, so in harnessing the power of tension, I talk about grabbing the here and now. And if you let that get away, then you got to wait for another tension point to come around, say, what's going on? Let's talk about that. So yes, so to, to both of you, tension is not necessarily conflict. And more unity will come when you're willing to talk about the tension without talking about the topic. So good. Hey, everybody who's connected right now, we are getting some leadership gold, some wisdom nuggets from the man himself, Dr. Sam Chan, talking about his new book, Harnessing the Power of Tension. Most of us think of tension as something negative, something that's not good, something that's not desirable. And Dr. Sam Chan is teaching us through this book and through this live call webinar, how to understand how tension can be our friend. It can help us. Let me just say something, um, Dr. Sam, this book has already helped me in some conversations I've had with my team. And I wanted to bring it, before I, I ask a question that I have, Dr. Sam, I want to just give a couple shout outs to some people that are on this live call webinar. Uh, we have Ruby, we have Abel, we have uh, Noemi, we have, uh, we have Oluseye, we have Teresa, we have George. We have Dr. Lori. We have Tony. We have people from all over, Dr. Sam. It's amazing. People from the States, people from all over the world, different countries, different continents. Now I have a question, Dr. Sam. I think I'm not the only one. I, as a pastor, uh, I, I have to deal with a lot of tension as a leader in ministry. D would you say that there are differences in, in how leaders in ministry have to handle tension as opposed to leaders in business in the marketplace? Would you say there's a difference or what would you say about that? I would say there's no difference. And if you make a difference, then it becomes simple. You know, people say, well, uh, teachers, business leadership, church leadership. I want to say leadership is leadership. It's the principles for leadership come from the same book huh. written by God himself <laughs> through the power of the Holy Spirit. And there's 66 subsections of a book called the Bible. Hmm. So there are... There are leadership principles, doesn't matter who has written them, whoever comes to your mind, you trace them back, they all find their origin in the good book called the Bible. Hmm. So leadership is leadership. And what I found is, if you say that, well, I have to lead this way in corporate and this way in church, this way in sacred, this way in secular, this way in ministry, this way in marketplace, then you're gonna be schizophrenic. It's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yesterday I was in church, so we talked about it like this. But today I'm with this business, so I got to talk about it like this. No, you don't want to be like that. You want to be a principal leader rather than a situational leader. A situational leader, it depends on which room they are in. If they're in the church room, they act one way or behave one way or process things one way. If they're in the corporate business section, uh, in a conference room somewhere with some corporate people, then now it is about, what do I do here? Don't be a situational leader. Be a principal leader. Principal leader is somebody who says, 
I have a very clear, distinct vision of how I should operate as a leader. Does not matter where you put me. I've been doing this, Virgil, I've been doing this for 30 years. Uh. And I've been all over the globe in all kinds of settings. And I can tell you that once you get yourself centered and say, I am a believing leader who believes in the paradigms of the scripture. And so it doesn't matter where I go. I don't have to be preaching. I don't have to be quoting verses, but I can be biblical in my ethos and say to everybody, doesn't matter where you are, lead with a centrality of thought without trying to say, well, I'm going to lead differently depending on the setting. Wow. So good. You know, um, Dr. Sam, we have people connected uh, in different ways on the Zoom here in the live webinar call. We actually have a question from Facebook from Daniel and Abigail Rodriguez. And here's the question. How can I take control of tension? That's a good question. Is that possible? Yes, of course it is possible. Either you will take control of tension or tension can take control of you. Huh. So you, first of all, uh, I would say to you, you have to take control of tension. It's not, how can I, you have to do that. <laughs> and the only way, now, now hear me out here. The only way you can take control of tension is to take control of tension. Okay. That means you've heard me answer other questions. You heard me teach about it already. So when there's tension in the room, talk about the tension. Say, I just, I, I just felt tension in the room. What just happened? Did you all sense that? Did you, did you, did you notice that something just happened in the room? Something huh. shifted. What, what, what just happened? What just ha something happened? That's how you take control of tension. Wow. Because you, you are pointing out the. There's nothing stronger than the here and now. Every, every teaching of Jesus, every teaching of Jesus was centered on the here and now. Whatever was going on in the moment. He took that and leveraged that to the kingdom. You can do the same thing. As long as you're not sitting there saying, oh, oh, how do I fix this? If you become the fix-it person, you're just a leadership mechanic. And you don't want to do that. Wow. Wow. You know, it's it's... It's there's a lot of questions coming in, Dr. Sam. It's impossible to get to all of them. I want to just mention shout out to uh, Unitha, uh, Dr. Guy, uh, Sayi, Brent. Thank you for sending some comments and some questions in. I want to get there's an anonymous attendee question that grabbed my attention, uh, Dr. Sam. And here's the question If you're on a team that has tension, but the leader is avoiding the tension, what can you suggest that a team member do? to help manage that tension. So now the question is, the leader is not dealing with the tension. And as a team member, you're feeling it, but the leader's avoiding it. What can you do in that position? Oh boy, that's a great question. So I'm going, what's the, what's the, the anonymous call, uh, question? No problem, no problem. So let me talk to anonymous, sister anonymous, brother anonymous. <laughs> yeah. This will sound very self-serving, but if you can get them a copy of this book, Harnessing the Power of Tension, Hmm. Maybe even send them the link from this uh, this uh, webinar we're doing right now that is live. But you'll you'll get a link link in the in an email if, since you registered for this very very quickly. You can give that to them, and then you can have that conversation with them, and you can say to them, "Listen, Mr. CEO, listen, lead pastor. Uh, 
you sense the same thing I sense, there's tension in the room. Uh, wonder what we like if we actually address the tension as to what might be going on. And here's a book you can read on that. Mm. Here's a link that you can watch. Because all you can do at that moment is to be resourceful. Did he? So I won't say it again. You become a resource. You become an affirming power to that leader. And I want to tell you, don't try in there trying to get an answer from them. Don't get them to get, don't be in there trying them to say yes to it. Uh, be courteous about it. Be respectful. Be honorable. Make it short. Walk out of the room. Let them deal with it. Because if you go in there and they think you have an agenda, that you're trying to prove something, then that's going to backfire. But if you are willing to do that anonymous, you can make a big difference in your organization. Wow. Great advice. I, I just want to mention again, everybody who's on, maybe jumping on a Facebook Live right now, or maybe you jumped on the webinar here. Um, we're talking about the power, the the, harnessing the power of tension. This is the latest book by Dr. Sam Chan. I will tell you, I have a lot of pink highlighter because I had a pink highlighter as I was reading this book. Uh, Dr. Sam, there's some great insights for me and my family. You talked about tension in the family. Uh, there's great insights for tension in uh, in the organization, You know, whether it's a church, whether it's a business. You talked about uh, you can't escape it. You talk about tensions when we're facing hard choices. I'm telling you, everybody, this webinar is awesome, but the book, it goes deep into every one of these angles. Um, um, again, Dr. Sam, there's so many questions. I wanna, I wanna throw something at you because I think a lot of people are thinking this. They're, they're thinking, how do you think this principle of harnessing the power of tension is going to be applicable as we jump into closer to 2021, right? 2020 has been an interesting year. And, and how do you think that harnessing the power of tension is going to be important, applicable, relevant as we jump into 2021 in a couple of months? Wow. That's a, that's a huge question. This book was not planned to come out now. When this book was being printed, publishing, nobody had heard of COVID-19. Hmm. Nobody had heard of the pandemic. No, when this book went to print, into publishing, into editing, cover design, all that goes into a book. Um, no financial issues were going on. Uh, social upheavals were not happening at that at the rate is happening now. People were not fatigued and tired. So this book has come out at a time totally unplanned hmm. by us. But I do believe planned by God. Yep. And uh, this book will prepare people for what is ahead. Because if you can deal with tension now, if you can do what the book title says, harnessing the power of tension now, in the weeks and months that are still ahead of us in 2020, you will be very, very well prepared. You'll be ahead of those who are not into 2021. So the timing of the book seems uh, very providential. Yeah, I am not sitting here saying that God wrote the book and God told me I'm not throwing any of those cards on the table. I am saying, when this book went into publishing, none of what we are going through right now was happening. Wow. So because I believe in a sovereign God, because I believe that he knows the end from the beginning, the word that I want to attach to the book is providential. 
and that means it's provided for you and i trust that you and everybody you know will take advantage of this and i know you're about to tell us how people can get that book but take <laughs> advantage of this and be ready for 2021 2021 is going to be an amazing year please understand this 2021 is going to be an amazing year because you are stronger you are wiser you're more mature, you're better prepared, your head is in a different place, you're not the same person you had that entered 2020 in March. So, great days ahead. Embrace that and walk in it. So good, so good. You know, we could probably be here for another two hours answering just the questions that have been written to this point. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can't get to all those questions, but thank you to everybody has been on the chat. In fact, I want everybody on the live Zoom call, and if you're on a Facebook Live right now, I want you to put in the chat, this is good, with an exclamation point. I want you to type it in and put your favorite emoji picture on there. This is good. Are you ready? We are ready. Dr. Sam, is it okay if we let people know how they can get this book? Yeah, please do. I, I want to give away... I want to give away, not sell. I want to give away thousands upon thousands of that today. I love it. That's why That's why I personally love Dr. Sam Chan and the whole Sam Chan leadership and the Avail leadership teams. I love them because they love to bless us with free books. And you can get this book for free. This is Harnessing the Power of Tension, Stretched But Not Broken. As I am speaking, our Avail leadership team, the Sam Chan team, we are putting these, this link into the chat right now. And the other way to kind of go directly to it is if you go to availleadership.org forward slash tension, forward slash tension, availleadership.org forward slash tension. Take a look at the chats right now for the link. You can get this book, Harnessing the Power of Tension, for free. In Espanol, we say gratis, free. This is a great offer. It's a great deal. In fact, Dr. Sam just gave a good piece of advice. If you know somebody, a leader, a pastor, somebody who's a person of influence, who you say, hey, I'd like to invest, I'd like to help them get it, just let them know, give them the link, share the link with them because they can get this book for free as well. This is an amazing opportunity. We wanna bless you. Dr. Sam Chan wants to bless you. Like I said, you're gonna see a whole lot of pink highlighter in my copy here because I've been going over all these chapters and understanding that tension is not something that I need to avoid or, or ignore or be afraid of. I should harness the power of it and turn it around, leverage it, as Dr. Sam just mentioned, uh, to, to make my organization better, to help me be a better leader. Um, I'm so excited about this opportunity. I want to make sure that everybody can get this book. The link is in the chat. Now, I also want to mention, Dr. Sam, something that's very important. As always, with Sam Chan Leadership Team and with the Avail Leadership Team, one of the things we always like to do is we like to give an, an opportunity to go a little bit further. I like to be a good leader, but I I'd rather be a great leader. I, I, sometimes it's good to put, you know, to dip your toes in the water, but sometimes you just got to dive in. And so I want to let you know, you can get this book for free, okay? All you got to cover is the shipping, okay? You can just click that link. But I encourage you to take one step. Don't just go in up to your knees or up to your hip waist in the water. I encourage you to dive in. You can go and upgrade to the Masterclass Bundle, which includes the book, Harnessing the Power of Leadership, 
the study guide where you can kind of keep a track and kind of log and write as you're thinking about it, as you're going through each chapter. It also includes a five video masterclass where you're going to have access to this five videos masterclass. It's complimentary to all the teachings in the book, complimentary to the study guide companion that you're going to be able to use to delve and go deeper. Again, you can opt for just getting the free book. You can do that. But I encourage you, it's, it's a no-brainer. Dive in headfirst. Get the whole masterclass bundle. Uh, you, can, you can, not only are you going to get, if you do this, not only are you going to get the book, not only are you going to get the companion study guide, not only are you going to get the five uh, masterclass videos, but you're going to get a free annual subscription to the Avail Journal, which, by the way, top-notch, high-quality leadership journal for Christian leaders, for leaders in the marketplace. This journal, it's, I can't even touch it because it's so hot. This one is the third edition. It's amazing. So not only in this upgrade bundle, if you upgrade to this bundle, you're going to get the book. You're going to get the study guide. You're going to get the five video masterclass. You're going to get a year free of the Avail journal. I encourage you to go upgrade up to the masterclass bundle. Again, if all you want is a book, you can do that. But why just get the book when you can get the whole package and you can get an annual uh, subscription to the Avail Journal. You see the link in the chat. Our Avail team is putting it on over and over. Uh, they're probably putting it into Facebook as well. And if you want to go directly, just go to availleadership.org forward slash tension. Dr. Sam, what do you think about these deals? I think we're giving away too much. I'm feeling <laughs> tension right now. <laughs> now, so, uh, so this, is, this is what I'd like for everyone to do. Everybody who's on this call, or everybody who's gonna be watching me at the end uh, on demand, this is what I'd like for you to do. Take that link that you are using right now. I know you're doing it right now because that's what leaders do. They're not gonna wait for later, they're doing it right now. Mm, so yeah. when you're doing it right now, here's what favor I would like for you to do. Put it out there on your Facebook, put it out there on your uh, Twitter, Instagram, however, if you can just, if you're a leader of a church, then your entire church can get this book free. How cool is that? And yeah. none, no money came out of your pocket. If you're a CEO, if you're an executive director, you're a president of something, entire team, staff, volunteers. So what I'm asking you to do is to put that link out there to everybody you love, because everybody you love is dealing with tension. And I want to help everybody you love to harness the power of tension. This is so good. Hey, hey, Dr. Sam, Reverend Galon says, this is a great webinar. Uh, I have here, let's see, uh, let's see, this is Brent Wilson says, this is good stuff. I cannot wait to read Harnessing the Power of Tension. Uh, uh, Njoku says, got mine already. Um, that people are taking action. These are leaders. Uh, I want to let everybody know, this is not, this is not, something that's not going to come through. If you click that link, you'll be able to get your free book. It's free. You got your free book. All you got to cover is the shipping. And this is a powerful book. It's going to help. I encourage you upgrade to the masterclass bundle. You get the book, you get the companion study guide, you get access to the five videos, which by the way, Dr. Sam, I've watched the five masterclass videos. I'm pumped. I'm taking notes. I'm ready to teach my team some stuff about tension. And you get an annual subscription to the Avail Journal, all as part of that masterclass upgrade bundle. I encourage you. It's a no-brainer. This is a pretty easy decision, okay? This is an easy decision. The decision is who else are you going to get it for? 
Who else are you going to encourage to connect and get it? I know, uh, Dr. Sam, there's a lot of things that have been kind of on your heart, uh, just passions. What else is on your heart? I know this book and this message is on your heart. Are there any other passion projects or initiatives or things that you just have on your heart that you want to share with us? I have two. Thanks for asking. Number one, I'm going to give thousands upon thousands upon thousands of these books away. Wow. I really want to do that. Number two, and I know if you're out there, you can connect with the Avail team to help me. My big vision for the next three years is Mm -hmm. to provide practical Christian leadership resources in the Spanish-speaking world. So many countries on this planet speak Spanish. And I want to provide books, masterclasses, uh, teaching companions, study guides in Spanish for the Spanish speaking world. So if you uh, are part of uh, who I'm describing, <laughs> I want to be a, a resource to you. You can connect us with us at Avail and Avail Journal. And we, we just want, that's my big passion right now is to Uh, really impact the Spanish-speaking world with practical Christian leadership. Love it. I love it. So one is you want to get thousands of books into people's hands for free. Thank you, Dr. Sam, for investing in leaders in leaders all around the world. And secondly, what you're mentioning actually impacts me because yo hablo español. And I know you told me that you, you were okay with me speaking a little Spanish. Can I take a few seconds in Spanish, Do Dr. It. Sam? Okay, para todos mis amigos hispanos y latinos, Pueden conseguir el libro, El Poder, Aprovecha el Poder de la Atención. El mismo libro que estamos dando en inglés lo pueden conseguir en español a través de Amazon. Hay otros libros que pueden conseguir como 52 Martes con Sam Chan. 52 Martes con Sam Chan. Simplemente puedes ir a samchand.com diagonal martes. samchand.com diagonal Martes. Um, I was just taking advantage and sharing with my Spanish-speaking friends that all of Dr. Sam Chan's books you can find in Spanish, including the Harnessing the Power of Tension, which is Aprovecha el Poder de la Tensión. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Piensa diferente, vive diferente. New thinking, new future. Also in Spanish, en español, great resources. Uh, so if you're Spanish speaking, los que hablan español pueden buscar los libros del Dr. Sam Chant. Este lo pueden conseguir gratis. Uh, you can get this one for free uh, if you go to samchan.com forward slash martes. Um, thank you, Dr. Sam, for your heart and your vision. Uh, we've talked about this. There's uh, uh, 20 nations of that speak Spanish and your heart and we're going to do our best on the Avail team to help you reach more Spanish-speaking leaders, pastors, influencers with resources that are going to equip them and empower them. So everybody, you guys have just gotten some great news from Dr. Sam Chan. Get your free book today. Click on the link. It's Harnessing the Power of Tension. But don't just stay there. Don't just go up to your knees or your waist to the pool. Dive in headfirst. Masterclass uh, bundle upgrade. Book, study guide. Five videos of the uh, master class that you're going to be able to access online whenever you want on demand and a free annual subscription, which means you're going to get four uh, of these Avail journals, which are 
packed, jam-packed with Christian leadership resources. This is amazing. Dr. Sam, I wish we could stay here longer. I know that there's people that are connected, that are excited. Um, here's the deal. What, what, what would you want to leave in the hearts of everybody who's connected right now? I know there's people, there's people saying in the chat that they're so blessed. I got, I got a lot of my Hispanic uh, people around the world saying, gracias, Dr. Sam Chan. And so what, what, what do you want to close us off with as we wrap things up? First of all, I want to thank you, Virgil, for uh, being an amazing, amazing host. And uh, uh, Mark Klein, Van Tilborg, and Debbie Chan, and the Avail team, there's a huge number of people in the background making it all happen. The last thing I want to say to everybody is, these are tension-filled days. Either you will control tension, tension will control you, as you heard me say earlier. Be brave. Be strong. Be courageous as iron sharpens iron. Thank you for this opportunity, Virgil. Yes, sir. And we just want to take a moment to thank everybody who's connected. If you guys can just take one last opportunity and put in the chat, I feel blessed. I want you, I want to see how many people say, I feel blessed. We love seeing the interaction from everybody who's connected. I'm watching it as it's happening. If you feel blessed, let us know you feel blessed. And the best way you can let us know that you feel blessed right now is by, by getting your own copy of Harnessing the Power of Tension. Hot off the press, Dr. Sam Chan's latest book. Get it for free. No strings attached. It's all yours. But why not go for the masterclass uh, bundle upgrade, get the companion study guide, get the masterclass videos uh, as well, and get a year of the Avail Journal, which by the way, in my opinion, is one of the best Christian leaders resources out there today. Uh, something interesting for my Spanish speakers, in the latest, in the third edition, there's some Spanish articles just for you, because that's what God's placed on Dr. Sam's heart, the Avail team's heart, the Sam Chan leadership heart. We are honored that you would be with us. Dr. Sam, uh, we honor you for your leadership. Uh, we honor you for um, allowing the Lord to continuously use you through your books, through your resources, through your generous heart uh, towards the leaders around the world. We bless you, Dr. Sam. Uh, we wish we could jump on a call like this every week with you, but we, we feel honored in this time that we've been able to have with you today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, to everybody who's connected, thank you for taking the time to connect with us. Remember, next month, every month we have an upcoming uh, um, webinar, a live call webinar. Next month, we're going to have a live call webinar on November 24th, 1 p.m. with Dr. Charity Byers and Dr. John Walker to talk about their book, Unhindered, Aligning the Story of Your Heart. So make sure you go to availleadership.org and sign up, register. We, we'd love to see you. And remember, every time you connect to an Avail Leadership live call webinar, you're going to have some free things to get a hold of. We love you all. We bless you all. We can't wait to see you next time here on the Avail Leadership live call webinars. Make sure you're also listening and watching the Avail Leadership podcast. For now, this is all. Remember, harnessing the power of tension. Until next time, everybody. God bless you. Thank you for joining us to talk with Dr. Sam Chand about his new book, Harnessing the Power of Tension. For a special deal, you can get your own copy of Harnessing the Power of Tension at availleadership.org forward slash tension. 
Additionally, you can get a free annual subscription to the Avail Journal along with the book or by going to availjournal.com. And if you'd like to connect to our growing leadership community on Facebook, visit availleadershipconnect.com. We hope this conversation encouraged and motivated you to make the most of the tension in your life and in your leadership. As always, thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Leadership Podcast. Yeah.